need a move that the town of Peace River and, and if we are going to leave administration's recommendation in there we should probably put an apostrophe after the end So any uh, uh, any others? I should be taken out uh, as staff because I wasn't officially staff. Okay. Yeah. And we'll also, uh, uh, Mr. Parker uh, was not staff at the time, so we will uh, eliminate his his name from the staff present listing. He was only in attendance as part of the audience, the gallery. Okay, uh, motion to uh, accept the minutes of the uh, minutes of October 13, 2015, as amended. A motion to that effect. Mr. Sajak, so move. All in favor? Then we have the minutes from the um, governance and priorities meeting, and that was uh, October 14th. And I think those minutes are relatively straightforward, at least from my reading. So, are there any uh, clarifications, corrections, etc., that need to be made there? Hearing none, I'll take a motion to accept the minutes as written. Anyone want to make that? Thank you. I still move. Deputy Mayor Manzer. All in favor of the Deputy Mayor's motion. Um, are there any public hearings, Mr. Parker? None, uh, none Your Worship. Okay. Uh, we have a presentation from the Chamber of Commerce uh, regarding like Cardinal Economic Development Officer um, and we will uh, we'll take that presentation who and if we can and Ms. Shelley Shannon will be the presenter I understand at least that's what's written here Kelly Wayland will be the presenter okay yeah uh, please come up and make your presentation yeah, I'll get them to. Yeah, let's go to that picture. Yeah, I'm good. Good evening, Your Worship and members of council. Thank you for allowing us to present tonight. Could I, I don't mean to interrupt, but could you just, uh, for the record, uh, just state your name and your positions? Into the microphone. Shelley Shannon, President, Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce. And Kelly Whalen, Director, Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce. Okay, thanks. The Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce consists of well over 200 local businesses and employs thousands of constituents and has existed for almost 100 years. For a majority of these years, we have worked well with our town councils, which have come and gone. We have on occasion had differences of opinion, but always came up with an amicable solution on what's best for the ratepayers and businesses of Peace River. Tonight we would like to share with you a letter of which each of you have received a copy explaining our rationale over recent events and the need to reopen dialogue on the benefit of an EDO for the town of Peace River, 
that can work collaboratively with surrounding municipalities and boards for the benefit of all. Kelly. Sorry. The Peace River and District Chamber is in favor of the Town of Peace River having a dedicated economic development officer. We believe such a position would bring value to the whole region and allow the town to assist the business community throughout the area. The Chamber would like to emphatically state that we as a group are in favor of development throughout the entire region, not just within the town limits of Peace River. As we have previously stated, we feel strongly that what is good for the town of Peace River is also good for the entire region. The two are not mutually exclusive. The second point we'd like to stress is that we all need to find respectful ways of dealing with issues rather than allowing personal agendas and condemnation into the discussion. If we are to move forward together, we need to work together and therefore some difficulties that will need to be, need, needed to be overcome. The current arrangement in partnership with La Cardinal, the Town of Grimshaw, the Town of Peace River, the Village of Berwyn and the Municipal District of Peace 135 does not, in our view, appear to be working well for the town or businesses of Peace River. Even though it's a bargain basement price, per constituent at only $28.39, it doesn't mean cheap is always better for the ratepayers or the town. With Peace River's commitment level over the past two years just shy of $200,000, shouldn't our base point ROI be the economic development results? When you visit the Lac Cardinal website, and I've listed it there for you all to, to take a look at, you'll see the Berwyn, Grimshaw, and the MD of Peace 135 as tabs to click on. The business directory, uh, sorry, uh, and yet nothing for the Town of Peace River at all. The Town of Peace River is still listed on the Think Local Market page all by itself. Think Business Directory Update and the BRE seem to have started in 2012 and there's been nothing added since. As I'm sure you'll all agree, especially with your new website that you've just launched and it's very good, uh, that the website of a business, a municipality, a town, or city is the first place developers, businesses, and prospective residents will look at before contacting anybody, any EDOs or CAOs. This should have been the number one item in 2014, its agreement. But to go another year, and I say really, when the EDO took over after the last funding commitment from the Town of Peace River in 2015, that started January, the, t the, uh, the fact that Town of Peace River, which is the major funder of the Lac Cardinal Board, seems to have very little representation on its website. And accordingly, in the business directory, and this is totally unacceptable. As an example of this, there are no dentists, museums, towing services, web design, welding companies, windshield repairs, safety equipment, supplies, paint supplies, equipment rentals, fabric, sewing, whatever. There's none of those listed at all. Beside these businesses is the number zero. In the list of businesses, including churches, chiropractic cares, there's over 40 other categories, each with a single listing none of which are located in the town of Peace River. <clears throat> Obviously, the website's not functioning as it should. And if the Lac Cardinal Board is supposed to be marketing the area for business and population retention and expansion, would it not make sense that the webpage to prominently feature all of the local area businesses? Rather than having the town of Peace River under the heading of Welcome to Lac Cardinal Country, 
Wouldn't it make more business sense for Lac Cardinal to be known as a vibrant part of the peace country? As all of you are aware, recent developments at the Lac Cardinal board level have seen serious allegations made towards Peace River District Chamber of Commerce and the chair specifically. The economic development officer of Lac Cardinal has claimed that the actions of our chair and the chamber have undermined the partnership to the point where he's calling for our chair's removal from the board for unprofessional behavior, breaching the code of confidentiality with malice, and the intent to harm professional, the professional credibility of the EDO and the Lac Cardinal board. He further calls for a letter to be written to the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce demanding the resignation of our president. Also a letter to the Peace River District Chamber demanding a letter of apology to the EDO and to the Lac Cardinal board. A letter demanding the removal of any evidence of the confidential letter and destroy all records of the matter. And further to that, the Lac Cardinal copy of the above letters to all the Chamber of Commerce, which is actually kind of a contradiction of its other demand. Along with the formal complaint outlining the Chamber's, chamber's unprofessional conduct, even though it's in front of his board, he's acknowledged the fact that our President called him. And she said she was going to take this to her board. <coughs> Excuse me. And he said, I figured so. as opposed to saying that that would be a violation. This stems from an earlier email presented to the Lac Cardinal EDO that he presented, sorry, that the EDO presented to his board, which uh, their EDO acted upon speculative information, not factual, and accused Mrs. Shannon and the board of the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce as opposing development outside of the town of Peace River, lacking a clear understanding of the role of an EDO and the, the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce has far overstepped the boundaries of a Chamber of Commerce in doing so, has harmed the business community and the representation of the town and the region. The Chamber of Commerce could not ignore this attack on our members or our organization, and for that matter, or our town. A response was sent from the Chamber to the EDO, which he then shared with his board, which in turn precipitated the consequence letter which all of you, I'm sure, Terry, you said that you had shared that with your board. Thank you. <clears throat> it should be known that after consulting legal advice and the Alberta Chamber of Commerce, it's clear that our chair, Shelley Shannon, did not have breach any confidentiality clause. And it's her position on the Lac Cardinal Board is to fully represent the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce, no different than Mr. Sawchuk representing the town of Peace River. And to report to the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce with any issues which directly affect our organization. It should also be known that she was only asked to sign a confidentiality agreement after this meeting took, after the next meeting took place. What should not be in question is our desire of the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce, its board, and our well over 200 members to work with our neighbors, our council, and the entire business community for a more vibrant and prosperous community and region. What does seem to be in question is finding a way forward, given the stated position of the Lac Cardinal Regional Economic Board. It is our contention that we need to find an equitable solution, one that is to the satisfaction and benefit of all parties, in the hope that we can work together to um, encourage the growth and prosperity of all.
We ask that you consider carefully the points we have brought forth while making your decision. Our recommendation to Council is that we would like you to consider an alternative plan that would see the Town of Peace River and the Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce working collaboratively towards Economic Development Officer for the ratepayers of Peace River. Alternatively, in the event that you do not that you do enter into an agreement with the Cardinal Regional Economic Development Board, we wouldn't want to see that agreement last no longer than your elected mandate, which would be until 2017. We would also require your support to ensure that we have a Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce representation on that board. Do you have any questions or comments? <clears throat> any questions? So you're, so you're suggesting the town should hire our own ADO. When I look at the economics of it, I don't see us being able to afford the kind of person I think we have to have or that I see in currently available to us in the, um, through the Lat Cardinal. Can you, like... The one thing is that we are still dishing out quite a bit of money. It's $80,000 last year, 111940 the year before, I think it was. Um, so you've put near $200,000 into it, and I, I don't know what you can measure as a tangible result for that $200,000. You're not even mentioned on the website. So, man, the first, it just seems to me like last year, uh, Terry, I think it was you, um, when you did the interview um, with the Record Gazette, you had said that, you know, one of the things that the EDO was, by hiring uh, that EDO, he was going to work uh, closely with the chamber. Uh, he was going to try and um, build that bridge. And I have a quote here. I could read the whole quote, but I'm sure you kind of remember the, uh, the story. Um, but we've seen nothing of that at any, any juncture through the whole year that he's been employed. We haven't seen, uh, he's come to one policy meeting out of the whole year. Uh, he came to the meeting with the town that we had that collaborative meeting, which didn't really set anything in, in stone. There is no tangible, we, he can't give us any tangible, um, every time we ask him, he said it's, it depends which hat he's wearing, right? So uh, I, I just, I don't see a, I don't see, if you're not, if you can't afford it, then you shouldn't save your money. It's, it's like trying to heat a, a room with no windows when it's open to the public, right? So well, I, I, to I, sign I, a three-year, to sign a three-year, I think you have to decide, I think, what is important to you as a, as a council uh, and going forward by not spending money on something. Trust me, I know this. If, by not spending money on something, you're, you're stepping over a dollar to save a dime. So I think you do you do need I, I do think Rod you have to find the mud, the budget and that may not be this year obviously I'm not disagreeing with that but then to sign on for a three year commitment which he's saying that in that first letter that you all received that if you don't sign on to a three year you're out completely well, that's a little bit of I mean when you're the major the major funder of that uh, of that board that's a little bit. Pompous, I, thought. I think that's stretching it. I mean, we are the pay our contributions the highest, but we're not. It's not more than fifty percent that we're paying. Is it? I, it, it it's like fifty. It's forty-eight percent. 
your eighty thousand dollars on a budget that's a hundred and I think one hundred sixty-five thousand. Two hundred thousand, actually, but I mean, again, there's more. Here, there's more to it than just the money. One hundred ninety thousand this year. You're correct. So. Um, oh, absolutely. There's more to it for sure. Yeah, but you still need a return, do you not? Well, let me just put it this way, Mr. Whalen. There is a return, and there will be a return by the end of this year, and it will be three times the investment that we've put in this year. And that investment will carry through for the rest of our mandate. So this individual has already paid themselves three times over what we're investing in them. Uh, so we're quite quite happy with that. I'm not sure. Can you share that those... That no, with at this the, point in the time, business community, no. At this point in time, I can't share it because uh, uh, it's an in-camera item. And uh, but I uh, I can say that we expect uh, a saving of two hundred fifty thousand dollars to this community. That you could not have done without. Um, that we haven't done, and uh, I. I would say that uh, the, this particular EDO uh, has uh, is is going to clinch the deal for us. Okay, but in the same breath, Tom, just because we disagree with that doesn't mean that I mean we get labeled as the attackers or just because the chamber doesn't. So I mean, the chamber and the town should be working collaboratively together. To try and bring that because we're the business people of the town. I, I understand. You're, you're, you know, let, let me just make a point here, Ms., uh, Mr. Sachek and Mr. Whalen. Yeah, you you have been labeled as the attackers, or well, I haven't labeled you as attackers. I've taken the high road every time that I've dealt with the Chamber of Commerce. I've been very quiet, uh, but I I do I do look at at this particular. Uh, speech that you've you've put together and you've talked about uh, this the second point we would like to stress is that we all need to find respectful ways of dealing with issues mm -hmm. rather than allowing personal agendas and condemnation into the discussion yet half your speech is 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 basically taking a run at like cardinal and their edo and and things that were said in a essentially a private email, but it was private in the sense that nobody in the public saw it. You saw it as executive of the Chamber of Commerce because you have representation on Light Cardinal. We as a town never published the contents of that letter. Uh, I think you as the Chamber of Commerce need to take the high road in this. If you're really willing to sit, sit on the Light Cardinal group, sit on it with, with the intention of making it work. Uh, we know that it's worked Which for we us. did, Tom, the last year. I, I, I guess there has been a difference of opinion on that, and I'm not going to get into okay. those details. Uh, and, uh, what, and you're right. We, we, we and the, chamber, the town council and the chamber of commerce need to come together, and we need to be team players. And I can tell you that the Chamber of Commerce and the City of Grand Prairie, they don't get together, they don't get along very well either, but, but they present a common front when they deal with developers, when they deal with businesses that are coming to the town of Peace River, and 
we and I'm going to take the high road here and say we both need to do that. Okay. And uh, I'm and I'm not going to go point fingers and talk, talk and about. And none of this was pointing fingers. This was just making fact, uh, stating facts. You, you know, we we need to just get off that completely. We need the to website move ahead. design and everything else. You, you you know, we can talk about the website. You know, if you want to talk about the website design, I. Let, let's talk about economic development in this community. Okay, the, I've had two developers, Tom, come to me, and I, I do have relatively uh, affluent uh, friends uh, that have come to me, both of them, that wouldn't even look at this area because of the, of the way that the, the grouping is together. When they want to open up a strip mall or open up uh, future uh, housing projects, they, they just bypass this whole region completely one did mention the website that's what drew my attention to the website and he said kelly this is a joke kelly if you had a representative at the uh, la cardinal group mm -hmm. and you knew that the website was such a big issue for the last year why did your representative not bring it up we did not know the website this developer brought this to me in the last 30 days okay so terry it's the, it's the first first thing and again, I'm not the EDO. I am not I sitting on that board, and I wasn't <clears throat> privy to uh, any any of the discussions that that board was having. So, I mean, nothing came back to us at that point in time. Okay, uh, like like meeting. I said, we need to be a team. Absolutely. Like start, start, you know, if you want to discuss the website, uh, uh, getting together with the group, with the council, whether it be with our representatives at the Chamber of Commerce, that's the way to do it. But you know, this is already a public forum, and we're we're not we're not playing as as if we're on the same team. Um, we we, you know, because I I can put out put out stories where I feel that the Chamber of Commerce has sabotaged the town in terms of economic development. But let's get off this now. And let's move ahead. The, the town council is going to make a decision in, whatever, 15, 10 minutes on this light cardinal item. And, uh, and I don't know what, what the vote will be, whether your letter has persuaded others to, uh, to not get on with light cardinal, but we'll see what the vote is. And we'll go from there. Well, I just asked you to think. Think about it carefully, because we're not trying to not be team players at all. Mr. Whelan, if I may jump in, Your Worship. Sure. Well, I prefer to do... Okay, go ahead. I think, I think you're just about finished, and uh, the mayor, of course, uh, directs traffic here. But I, I think from my perspective, you know, I heard words like, good for Peace River is good for the region. Does it not flip the other way? What's good for the region is good for Peace River. Absolutely. I've said to the Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce six months ago, I read your title that says district. It doesn't say Peace River Chamber of Commerce. I've listened to your presentation tonight, and the only thing new I heard was problems with, with the webpage and all this other stuff about this discussion about he said, she said. Uh, there's all kinds of finger pointing in here. Um, I would hope that this vote tonight is not the single defining issue of the relationship between the town of Peace River and the in the Peace River District Chamber of Commerce. So I hope we can rise above that. And uh, like I said, I certainly hope that uh, this isn't the uh, 
isn't the single defining issue for our mandate for another two years. I think we can all agree on that one way or another. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Thanks very much. Okay. So the uh, next, next, so this takes us to uh, new business or unfinished business. Like Cardinal Economic Development Officer decision. And uh, so it's probably appropriate that we, <laughs> we, we make a vote on it now. Are there any, um, uh, Mr. Sacek, would you like to make any comments? I do uh, want to make some comments. I guess I think you all understand and know my position. I support the Lack Cardinal Group, and I always have. I think it's a, an excellent way for us to um, get together with our, our regional neighbors and to, and to work through a lot of stuff that uh, has been piled up in Peace River's name for a lot of years. And it gives us an opportunity to work with our, with our neighbors and try and bust down some fences. Um, we obviously have a lot of work to do with the Chamber of Commerce as well. And I fully intend to uh, do my best to make sure that those fences are also mended. So regardless of the decision tonight, that's, that is my stance. And I certainly will support the Chamber in every way I can. And I certainly hope that they can, uh, can uh, get together and work well with us um, regardless of our decision. Ms. Benke? <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I think my position with the Chambers or with the Lock Cardinal has been clear as well, but I do share the same concerns or similar concerns that uh, the Chamber did bring forward, especially related to the website. Anybody with a business knows your website is your link to the outside world. Um, <clears throat> I personally didn't catch that until recently either. Um, so obviously I think that that needs, if, if, if the decision that we make tonight goes forward, that absolutely needs to be addressed immediately because obviously the town needs um, needs representation on that. Um, I agree with what Councillor Needham said in terms of it being a defining moment. I mean, um, we obviously, or I, I speak for myself, have a difference of opinion on this matter with the Chamber, um, but obviously understand being involved with small business most of my life that um, the Chamber is important and it fills a role and uh, in order for us to be successful as a community, we have to be um, cooperative. So um, I guess I wanted to speak to that, but I, I did want to, to say, I mean, it's tough when you come here and, and we say, well, we're, we have results, but we can't tell you what they are. And I know that that's frustrating from, must be fr frustrating from your perspective, and I wish we could share those results, but they are, it is something that we've been working on quite some time, and, and I think, um, I hope that when we are able to share that information that there is an excitement about it amongst the community and the business community as well because it is something that I worked on for a few years until I wasn't able to work on it anymore and um, you know time being what it is and anyhow the bottom line is is I, I do believe strongly in this model and um, I campaigned on regional cooperation and this to me is is um, a key contributor to it so uh, I hope that um, we can move forward and and um, be able to to work cohesively together. So, um, Mr. Mayor, I um, appreciate the um, documentation and so on that's been provided to us tonight. I guess um, I too um, 
think that working uh, together with other partners, be they municipalities, businesses, etc., is the best way forward. Our provincial government is telling us that partnerships are the go forward under their mandate and uh, regional partnerships in particular are a go forward for all sorts of reasons. So I have that in my mind and um, I also I guess um, question that if we did not go with Le Cardinal what would that do to us in terms of um, time? Um, and by that I mean if we did not go with Le Cardinal, um, the town supposedly, or could, decide that they would get their own EDO, um, advertising, etc., etc. So I'm thinking that could take two months plus at minimum, and then that individual would come to this region and have to start fresh. Maybe that's a good thing. But the starting fresh then takes more time to get up to speed and to go forward with some of the needs of the region. So for that region, I'm thinking that um, Le Cardinal, yes, it needs some work. But um, we also have an individual who has experience with the region and broader experience than just our immediate region, which I think can be helpful in dealing with um, the government perspective on the partnership aspect. So uh, at this point in time, I'm thinking the positive goes to Le Cardinal. I do think that working with the Chamber of Commerce, though, has to be a go forward and has to perhaps move up in our um, way of thinking. And I think our experience over the last year from the council, or at least from my side on council, and perhaps from the Chamber of Commerce side, um, we know that that process was not necessarily working the best for anybody, and it wasn't a go forward in a positive energy sense either. So I'm concerned that way. Mr. Needham, you want to add anything to what you said? I, Which was I, very well worded. I, I perhaps started some of these conversations. I, I think I'm done. Uh, again, uh, I think if I said anything more, I would just be repeating myself. So uh, I think I'll just end there. I guess I also, uh, like some of the others commented, that they campaign on trying to promote um, regional cooperation work with their neighbours, and I think there's no better way to start than starting on something like this. As uh, Deputy Mayor pointed out, this is something the province definitely seems to be leaning towards, and uh, I still, in terms of any of the presentations from, from the chamber members and the executives I've talked to, I haven't heard anything specific that said, you know, made a compelling case that having our own EDO is going to make that much difference, especially when, when I consider in the issue that I have is, you know, the cost of hiring an EDO that I think we would require to do what my perception is that the, the chamber wants is it's way more money than we currently have and we're, we're better off to, to work with our, with our neighbours through that cardinal. Mr. Ford? I tend to agree with uh, what my fellow colleagues said. Um, I did campaign on a, on a regional on a regional basis. I'd like to see a lot of these walls with our neighbours come down. Um, however, I'm still a little concerned over the three-year contract. Well, I, I think initially I was concerned with a three-year contract. I thought I'd like to see an annual renewal, but uh, 
I think the fact that we were on an interim basis with uh, like Cardinal was probably one an, uh, an excuse for not updating the website. So if we make a three-year commitment, uh, I'm more than happy to do it. And really, this is a strategic move. You got to look at it from a 30,000-foot level. We can't accomplish our agenda. We can't uh, increase economic cooperation in this in this region without the help of our regional partners. And uh, so, certainly, I am uh, I'm more than happy to throw it out, throw it back to Mr. Sachek to make the motion on this item. Um, I would like to move that. Um, Town of Peace River enter into a three-year agreement um, with the uh, Lac Cardinal Regional Economic Development Board and offer our, uh, to sit on that board for a three-year term. A recorded vote, please, Your Worship. Okay. Recorded vote. All in favor? Against? Okay. Done. Passed. Uh, that takes us to new business. Uh, there's a request for de decision on uh, road closure. This is for the Santa Claus Parade. Um, this is actually another Chamber of Commerce item. Sure, Mr. Smith, please come up. I see it's the regular route, correct? Unchanged. Uh, I noticed, though, that the Chamber of Commerce uh, um, executive director or manager was uh, was Ms. Ann Pearson, so um, I guess we'll, whoever the current manager is, we'll, you'll have to. Okay. The request remains unchanged, the route remains unchanged. Okay, we'll just vote on it. Are there any questions on this? Okay, all in favor, uh, or somebody needs to make that motion. I can't make that motion. I just want to move it along. I'll make the motion, Your Worship, to approve the uh, road closure option uh, set out in option A for the Santa Claus Parade. Okay, all in favor? Uh, administration would, uh, the second item on under new business is an update of the off-site levy policy, um, and administration would like to change... Uh, change the uh, policy slightly uh, upon recommendation from MMSA, I take it. Good evening. Ms. Modi, welcome. Before you is a request for decision to amend the offsite levy policy to include a subdivision applicability clause within uh, the section four of the policy. That policy identifies instances where the offsite levy would not be triggered during a subdivision. We didn't have that in the original draft that came before council and as questions about subdivision have come forward, we've realized that it's an oversight. So the proposed uh, applicability trigger would be that parcels greater than eight hectares or 20 acres would not trigger the levy. So if you had a 25-acre parcel of land that you subdivided into 25 one-acre parcels, the levy would apply on all of that land. If you had a 
par a 25 acre parcel that you subdivided into a four acre parcel and a 21 acre parcel. The levy would apply on the four acre parcel but not on the 21 acre parcel, which means you could then subsequently sub or sell that off without having to go through the levy process. Uh, however, if you had that same 25 acre parcel and you subdivided into six and 19 acre parcels, the levy would apply on all the land. And then also, if you had a large quarter section and you subdivided that into two, that would be an instance where the levy would not apply at that time at all. Why 20 acres? The original consultant recommendation was for a 40 acre limit. Given the size of the development that happens in Peace River, we thought that that was probably too large an area of land. We don't have large blocks of land that get developed on a regular basis, so we dropped that in half. Mm. So I think these are unrelated, but I just want to clarify. There's no obligation for the town to provide municipal services to any of those subdivisions, right? Like that that's what's supposed to trigger it. So if you have the scenario where you have a bunch of small ones and one bigger one, mm -hmm. th there's still no obligation for the town to... To provide service. Generally speaking, the town would require that the developer ensure that the development provide service yeah yeah that's what I assumed it was so okay good do we uh, uh, is there anything uh, before the town or is there anything in the the queue that this amendment would affect uh, I think there were some questions about some large-scale subdivision that brought this up but in the end this is moving forward and it doesn't actually so it, affect uh, that so we our hopper if I could use that term would be clear so we've, we there's no nothing retroactive nothing uh, waiting okay yeah just we realized when we started working through a couple examples that this would probably create a situation which would be untenable for large landowners in town right all right so um, first of all eight hectares is exactly 20 acres yes that's my understanding okay hopefully Google conversion did a good job for me okay um, so this just promotes, uh, I guess, development. If somebody had a large enough section of, well, section, whatever piece of land. Mm -hmm. So the 20-acre thing, I'm trying to get my head around that a little bit. Um, if there's a quarter section, they can say, I want this uh, 20 acres and the other 100 and 20 or 6, 40, whatever 40. it is. Um, hmm. I, I, maybe this will help clarify it for you. I think what it does is it offers developers an opportunity to take off a piece of land and develop in phases where they don't have to pay the off-site levies for the remaining land until they're ready to do that development. So they can break it off into smaller pieces, address the piece they're working on, and not be stuck with the costs of the remaining block. So right now, if, if there was a, whatever, quarter section of land, mm -hmm. if somebody were to take those 20 acres off, they would be charged the offsite levies for the full 160 acres. Exactly. That's how it stands right now? That's how it stands today. Okay. Yep. That makes sense now then. Okay. Great. Any other questions of Ms. Modi? So your, uh, your recommendation is obviously to so make, the make the change. Yeah, the attached policy shows all of the changes in red, just highlighting um, where we're integrating subdivision into the text. It basically is 
the first six pages of the policy are affected. The rest remains unchanged. I made me some. I didn't see the red. So it was the red on what you provided to administration, yeah. and what we got was a photocopy. So it's not red. Yeah. Yes. Did the black Sorry. And white oh. version. So how would? Um, I guess it isn't critical to do it today, <coughs> given that the the changes aren't highlighted in red. Can we? Uh, can you come back with the uh, with with the highlighted changes so that uh, people can review that and then uh, make their decision on that? We could. Because it might be. Are there many? Uh, no, could there's you, not. Could you point us to them and we could look at them quickly? Sure. If you go to <coughs> section 4.1.2, municipal levy applicability, in the first paragraph, third line, it now reads such subdivision or development meets specific conditions. So this is 4.1.2? Mm-hmm. Yes, and page which four. which paragraph are you on? The first paragraph. Oh, okay. And the third line. Okay. And it reads, such subdivision or development meets specific oh, okay. conditions. So we added subdivision there. The third paragraph is new, according to section 616 of the MGA. That was added. The last sentence in the following paragraph, paragraph number four, is an addition. On the following page, subdivision or development, so the second to last sentence in the first paragraph has been amended to add subdivision. Likewise, in the guiding principle, subdivision has been added. And then on page six, item L is new. Okay. I I sorry. L. Yes. Oh, I. Okay. Oh, yeah, is that a typo cuz that's an uppercase? It's an uppercase. Oh. It is a typo. Oh, okay, we'll so amend it to be a, Okay, a so we're talking I, I then, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, could I ask uh, on the um, page four uh, that section 616 of the Municipal Government Act mm -hmm. subdivision means the division of a parcel of land by in, by an instrument. What does by an instrument mean? Being naive about it's the definition out of the MGA by an instrument means the subdivision authority, I think, and the subdivision process. Subdivision doesn't it? <laughs> so are people comfortable in voting on it now that uh, Ms. Modi has pointed out all the changes that are being made? I'm comfortable putting a motion on the table, Your Worship, to... Um, Direct administration, or sorry, to uh, approve, sorry, the draft offsite levy policy uh, as it relates to the subdivision <coughs> of parcels larger than 20 acres. Yes. Should we, should you strike draft out of there or uh, out of your motion? Their, their recommendation is that it is the draft offsite oh. levy policy because it hasn't been approved yet, correct? Or, no, the policy, oh. 
okay, so is that a typo too then? <laughs> I see the semantics I guess of it that. Is, Maybe I it's guess best it is to not a draft. draft. Right, yes. yep. Okay, are you striking? Strike draft out of my motion. Okay. All in favor? Oh. I just, for future, I'd rather this come cleaner. Like, this one's fairly straightforward, but in the future, you know, like, looking at quick like this, I don't know that I would have... This one makes sense, and I'm fully supportive, but it is... All in favor of Councillor Renke's motion? Passed. Thank you. Uh, neighborhood Renewal Project 2015 uh, request to proceed with hiring engineering, uh, the engineering firm for the 2016 uh, edition of Neighborhood Renewal. Yes. Um, what you have in front and before you is a RFD to enable administration to proceed to send out a request for a proposal to engineering firms to um, to proceed the 2016 neighborhood renewal program or project. In 2015, council decided or chose the 2016 project, which is 86th Avenue. And to get a little bit ahead of the construction season, it's proposed that the engineering aspect of this project be sent out and with recommendations to be brought forward to council. However, because the budgetary monies haven't been set aside yet for it, or the 2016 budget, that the engineering does not proceed until January 2016. Right. Okay. It's fairly straightforward, I think, isn't it? Was this, so 86 Ave wasn't a part of our 2015 plan? No, it's 2016. Oh, for some reason I thought it was. Okay, never well, mind. Well, the idea is to do the neighborhood cons consultation a year beforehand. So right. So we... Saddleback was the first one in the queue, and we didn't do, we didn't get out there 12 months before we started the work. We got out there three, four months before. And this is water, sewer, road, this one? This would be sewer. Oh, sewer, okay. Um, water, it would all be examined, okay. and it could also include sidewalks. But this was addressing some major sewer issue, sewer line issues, wasn't right. it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I have a question probably for the CAO. Uh, I live on that street. I, my own reading of the legislation, I don't think it applies to me because it's this applies to everyone on the street, not my specifically. Do I need to declare conflict of interest and leave the room? Okay. And, and just for all council, uh, it's for the greater good for the whole. If it was just to service your house, it'd be conflict of interest because it's for that whole street in there. You're, you're more than welcome to vote on this issue. That's what I assume, but thank you. A question, Mr. Mayor. Um, so there's some trees of some sort on this street yes. that seem to be rather big and lovely. Um, so the engineering, <coughs> it wouldn't pay attention to those, or it would? One of the um, aspects we're asking the engineering firm to look at is the actual lining of pipe, which would be to go inside the existing pipe and lining it, as well as lining some of the services itself and that would be looked at to try to save the trees and second question um, I notice on the 97th Street the right on the corner there 
why wouldn't it proceed to the actual end of that street where it meets 85th Avenue? The, I can't answer that, but my best guess is because at that point, it was determined that the street was probably picked up on the 85th and it was in the same condition as 85th. And each lineal meter of asphalt is that much greater of cost. But I'm, I'm really not sure <coughs> that would be looked at at the actual engineering design stage of it. Okay, because I, I would say if there was a nice fresh sidewalk just ends there, it would be kind of weird too. Right, and it could be just the, the drafting could have been. So that 97th Street showed up, I have no idea. I didn't look at the drawing that closely. So for the, uh, this, this is, uh, go ahead, Mr. I was going to suggest I would put a motion on the floor, Your Worship. Well, go ahead, put the motion I would, on the motion. Uh, put a motion I'll, I'll still ask my question. Well, <laughs> you are chair of the meeting, but seeing that I've got the floor, <laughs> I would put a motion on the floor that uh, the town of Peace River proceed uh, to engage an engineering firm for the 2016 Neighborhood Renewal Project, 86th Avenue, with engineering work not to commence until, Jan <coughs> until January 2016. So before I call for a vote on that motion, um, in terms of picking up data for the next round of neighborhood renewal, I, um, I basically envision an engineering study once every five years to identify the priority areas in the town. Uh, I'm not sure if we quote, quite wrote that into the, uh, the policy, but uh, since we're out there and, and we've mobilized the cameras, would it not make sense to put the cameras down a number of the houses on 85th Avenue to, and even on uh, 95th Street just to uh, get data in terms of the, uh, the condition of the sewers along that way since we've already we would have already mobilized the cameras? The, uh, um, we we could do that. We have cameras in house. It all it is is um, employees' time, and it's a good suggestion. We should actually be looking at areas throughout the whole town by doing cameraing. Wouldn't we do that in conjunction with our priority plan, though? I mean, this was this was gauged as the next priority after Saddleback, and then would we not go to the next priority that's already been identified? And camera that one. I mean, well, because you're collecting data for the next round, so you have, so you've got an engineering study that was done. It's identified basically the top five spots. Uh, five years time, I would, I would, I would think from an engineering point of view, you'd want to reassess the condition of the infrastructure. So now you're already out there. You can build this into the neighborhood renewal, and. Uh, and get the uh, and get the data for the next round of, of priorities that need to be set. My understanding is when the the engineering study goes in five years, that would be part of it, the cameraing. But would you do every house in the in the town then? No. Right. No. No. So what I'm saying is, since you're already out there, you may as well get the data now, put it into 
your wonderful GIS system, mm -hmm. and then you've got the data that that the engineer can then do do most of the work on a tabletop basis in terms but of assessment. But it's it's going to change, Tom. I I think. Um, you know, again, I don't know where 85th Ave falls on, on our category of streets, but say it's not scheduled for the next 15 years. There's no sense cameraing it now. <laughs> and Well, but how are you going to look at the underground infrastructure? But, I mean, we already have identified a series of streets that need to be looked at, and I think 86th was one that is currently on the top five, like you say, but we also have the next that go from five to ten that have been identified. And if we're going to be cameraing, those are the ones we should be looking at, not just picking a street because we happen to be there. Well, you want the data so you can actually figure out what the next set of priorities are. But we've, no al we've already got a set of priorities if we look at those maps. So there's the ones that are in red already, and there's ones that are in green and yellow. And they've already, a preliminary assessment's been done on those, right? We don't have the detailed assessments, but we should be focusing on the ones that are in red first. Does that okay. not this, make sense? This, your, your logic is the reason why we got into trouble with Pat's Creek. It's like, oh, yeah. We we don't have to worry about there. Somebody worry about it. Somebody's already told us it's in good shape, or or uh, we don't have any money to do it now, or we don't have any time and resources to do it, and then we just let it deteriorate. Uh, what this is is you're already out there. Get the data and the information. You you can't manage a situation if you don't have the data to manage it, and you can't and you don't monitor it. Do we have the manpower to um, camera every street and house in the town of Peace River in the next three years? No. No. So How? we do the ones that we know we need to do first. I'm not saying don't do them. How? Well, well, you are saying not doing them. I'm saying you're already in this area. So why don't you go down 85th Ave since you're already there and get that piece of data? I think it defeats the purpose of putting priorities to the existing streets. I mean, we have we have a map that's no, got marked. It doesn't make it doesn't do that for crying out loud. What it does is it, it you've got you've got an engineering study. You should be renewing that engineering study one, at least once every five years. And but to to renew that engineering study, you're not going to go out there and blitz the whole town in terms of the underground infrastructure. And there's no actually, and it makes more sense to go out there and do it when you're not in a crisis situation. Go out there, uh, get the avenues that you can get that are in proximity of where you're doing the work, and you can probably wrap it under uh, some of the neighborhood renewal costs. And then, uh, of course, then you lay overlay on top of that where you get your water main breaks and where you get your sewer main breaks. But you you need you need data. You need to monitor it. Otherwise, you can't manage the situation. It's. Uh, could I ask? Was this is phase two that we're looking at on this map? Phase three that was recommended by that engineering study. Does anybody remember for sure where it was? Your Worship, I'm going to raise a point of order. I have a motion on the floor, and uh, I'd like it dealt with. And you, this other sidebar discussion, um, it can be handled at another time. Yeah. All in favor of Mr. Neenan's motion? Could you repeat the motion, please? It's been a while. 
Would you like me to repeat it? Please. Uh, Councilor Needham uh, will move that the town of Peace River proceed to engage an engineering firm for the 2016 Neighborhood Renew Project dash 86th Avenue with engineering work not to commence until January 2016. Just a question, Your Worship, Sandy. Is this part, is this the phase two of that plan or that map that we were looking at? Yes, this is the second year that we uh, addressed with the neighborhood last summer, last spring. All in favor, Mr. Needham's motion. Thank you. Okay, the next one is uh, <coughs> re request for a decision, Alberta 55 plus games bid. Your Worship and Council, this is a report in follow up to uh, the request that came to Council early September. Um, at which point the Ministry of Sport and Tourism, I believe, it could have a new name after tomorrow, um, is asking the Town of Peace River and Region if we would like to bid on a set of games. Our options were Alberta Summer Games, Alberta Winter Games, which are both youth set, and the Alberta 55 Plus Games. A regional committee made up of all the immediate surrounding municipalities met and reviewed the three bid guidelines for each of the games, the bid guidelines for each set of the games. And the committee reviewed um, the various sporting facility requirements and other accommodations, uh, food service, etc., that were required and came upon the Alberta 55 plus games, uh, 2017 set of games, as being the um, choice for the region for a bid out of the three options. Um, some of the rationale behind that included uh, its manageable budget in terms of hosting the actual expense of the games, uh, what was being asked for uh, for facilities to match the sports me meshed nicely with what the region has to offer. And this particular set of games, though not mentioned in my report, does provide um, a the potential for the opportunity of greater economic development spin-off from it. Uh, it. Typically you have a partner that comes with one of the um, participants of the games. They'll partake in some of uh, other activities that are going on in your community, shopping, um, restaurants, and the such. Whereas the youth games are very focused on the sports and they're not off on their own at all per se. Um, so therefore, we've asked the each municipality has gone back to their respective councils uh, to obtain a letter of support, and as such, I'm asking of the Town of Peace Server this evening to provide a letter of support to bid for the Alberta 55 plus 2017 games. I have a question. Yes. This was this the games where it was going to be uh, combined winter summer activities? Yes. So are we going to have an issue if we have an arena problem because most rinks around here don't keep their ice in mm -hmm. all year? So what the this particular set of games requires are two winter activities or winter sports, uh, curling and hockey. Um, the municipalities that we had the discussion with and we've uh, subsequently spoken to uh, some of the ag societies that operate some of the regional or, or um, rural facilities um, 
we should be all right. There will be some challenges. Uh, dehumidification will be one of the biggest issues, and that is going in the bid as one of the capital items that will need to be addressed um, to purchase a um, used dehumidification uh, unit for a rink is estimated at about five to eight thousand dollars. So it can be done fairly reasonably. Uh, new system is upwards of thirty to fifty, depending on the. Uh, the size of your internal rink that you need to dehumidify. Curling rinks might be a little bit more of a challenge. Um, some of the, the curling rinks have older plants. Peace River will be good. It's a brand new plant. Um, Grimshaw's, for example, hasn't operated for, I believe their CAO was three or four years. And he was concerned that that one probably won't be a viable option. So as far as arenas go, how many arenas do you need to fulfill their mandate? Ooh, uh, four. We need four? So we were talking Napa, Peace River, uh, Grimshaw. Is Manning in our area? No, not Berwyn. Um, Manning, we, we hadn't included the town of Manning, but uh, maybe it is only three. When am I missing? Donnelly... McLennan, Flair, Flair, maybe Flair. Uh, I guess because my only question is, if we're that tight on rinks, yep. and, and we're talking two years out here on our rink, mm -hmm. what happens if something happens and we we so I'm we a keep rink? Our, will we will we keep our ice in up until that point, or will we take it out, put it back, like? So, so what we what Peace River would typically do um, is take our ice out in the first of April. That usually that first week of April uh, operate the major events that happen through the months of April, early May, um, and then we'd look to put the ice back in. It's usually a three to four week process, and we're aiming for the third or fourth week of July. So we would start the ice plant again at the end of June, and then it'll snow as it's doing now. Um, then we will maintain the ice through the month of July and August. So we technically will be operational an additional month than we normally are. We normally start the ice plant second week in August. So we start our operational process to get ready for ice early August. Staff are back in the building. So for Peace River, it is not much of a stretch beyond what you're already doing for operations. We're estimating about an eight dollars to $10,000 additional cost to the town of Peace River for our operations because we're operating already through the month of August, fully staffed. Um, the ice plant is turned on. That first electrical cost is being dealt with. So it's the month of July that will be the additional cost. So assuming there's no issues Correct. with the arena. Yes. Do are you, would you work in a backup plan for that? Typically what we would do is expand out to okay. Manning, um, McLennan, Flair, Donnelly. So have somebody yeah. I, I guess basically prepared to put ice in their rink two months earlier than they typically would if by some chance we start to put ice in yeah. ours and we can't. Yeah. For okay. some reason. Right. And what some of the more rural arenas may choose to do is put ice in and take it out. And then they're not operational again till October. A lot of uh, Nampa, for example, isn't operational till October. So that's it's different. Grimshaw more than likely will look at just early operations. More hockey schools, more that type of thing. 
Um, question about the budgeting. It mm -hmm. says here uh, estimated budget eight hundred to eight hundred thousand to a million, Correct. with an average of a hundred thousand to one hundred fifty thousand. Uh, total municipal funds. Yeah. So, are the hundred and the hundred to the hundred and fifty thousand included in the eight hundred to million, or is that on top of that? So, the eight hundred, the the eight hundred to one million is your operating expense. Uh, where that is by the nonprofit organization that uh, operates the games. So, we have the Peace Region Game Society that's operated the twenty ten um, summer summer games. Um, they would be operational for this games. They're looking at a budget of 800 to a million based on previous um, uh, games. This one's slightly different because it is a, a mix. This is fairly new of a bit of a few winter um, sports within the summer realm. The revenue side is the 100 to 150,000. And, and we're using ranges because I don't want to say it's going to be 100,000 and they come back asking you for 150. So it typically that's the type of range that this type of games would be um, requesting. In the past, the Town of Peace River has committed um, $200,000 to the youth games plus in-kind. That's also a, a major component to the games. Probably not even material to our decision. I'm just curious about the, the decision. You're, so you're seeing more economic spin-offs from the the uh, the seniors game as opposed yes. to others. Yes. I'm just curious because you have the parents traveling with all those kids. The parents travel, but they stay put. So typically what we have found in the 2004 Winter Games that we hosted and in addition to the 2010, yeah, there, there always is some spin-off. Uh, don't get me wrong, there definitely is. Those parents will stay in hotels and the kids stay in the schools. So you, you do get some spin-off there. Um, restaurants, that type of thing. But in the, the seniors games, are um, there's a more informal component of it. They're able to go out and explore your community a, bit, a little bit further. And they're also more apt to come back again. So if you impress upon them how wonderful this area is, the great tourism opportunity. They might not get a chance to go down the river. They'll come back some other day to, to partake in the Paddle of the Peace event, that, that type of thing. That's, they could, um, RVing is a component of this. So we, the um, Alberta Sport Connection, the provincial body, provides the accommodation piece. They pay for the hotel rooms and they will allow RVing. So you have the potential for those uh, participants to come early and stay later also. So what you're saying is the seniors are spending their pension and the parents are investing in their pension. That is a way to look at it. <laughs> I think also the, um, the uh, senior games are a little less expensive to run, are they not? They are. Um, they they typically have been less expensive um, because there's been less sports. This year has been the first when we did a comparison to our last bid for the uh, seniors 55 plus. We bid on the 2015 games. The, the games, the sporting and the activities are much different than what we had bid on the last time. There was a lot of card games, shuffleboard, floor curling. Who's going to host the lawn bowling? No lawn bowling this go. What? What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was a little surprised myself. Ms. So, Ms. Bell, go ahead. Uh, just remind me, the, this regional committee, so 
remind me who they are and tell me <coughs> again, is there a crossover with the Lac Cardinal group that we heard something about earlier tonight? Um, Why, yes, there would be. We've so, invited so um, all the surrounding municipalities that were participants of the Regional Recreation Situational Analysis Report. Okay, so, so that's a real snappy answer, but you didn't give me the names. But oh, oh you want me to? Uh, I well, can list them okay, for you, well, Councillor Needham. Is, so is, is Berwyn and Grimshaw, yes. obviously, they're both involved? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and County Na of Northern Lights, Nampa. Okay. Um, so the Lac Cardinal Partners are part of this. Is, that, okay, correct, fair yeah. Enough. Absolutely, yeah. So, Mr. Mayor, I would move that the Town of Peace River Council submit a letter of support to host the 2017 Alberta 55-plus Games. Okay. All in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion. Thank you. Okay. Uh, request for decision, light up the park. I'm assuming this is your item as well, Ms. Bell. Your Worship, it is. It's very straightforward and yeah. enabling motion for our annual Christmas event, which is fitting you. that it's snowing. Uh, Ms. Stavney just made a recommendation for one one person from council. Are we going to... She, she doesn't want the rest of them? Or she's what? being cognizant of your time, but feel free to enable the whole. Okay. Okay, who wants to make a motion there? I'll make that motion, Worship, to enable uh, Mayor Tarpey and other members of council to uh, attend the Light Up the Park event and that the mayor be prepared to present a short statement of welcome on behalf of the town of Peace River. Okay, all in favor? You know no one listens to that statement short of statement of welcome. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't add a lump of coal. <laughs> Signing authorities at financial institutions. So uh, we want to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, authorize, well we've already authorized myself, uh, Ms. Manzer and Mr. Needham and Ms. Bench and yourself. We want to do that, we want to uh, do we need to renew that, or do we just want to add Mr. Parker to that list of authors? Uh, I think it would be best uh, for keeping things clean is to authorize everybody again. So it's one motion going to the bank. Right. What about the... Uh, but we, we don't have our organizational meeting until November whatever. Second? Is that when it happens? We could... Uh, renew it again at that time if need be. So it, we'll renew it twice in the space of two weeks possibly? Possibly. Just that we it'd be a little advantageous. Why don't we just make on. a motion to uh, to add Mr. Parker onto that list and then uh, if we need to uh, as a signing authority on the town's accounts and then uh, if we need to amend it otherwise we'll do that next week or the week after. We could we could do that. Just in conversation with the bank, um, they would want all new everybody to re-sign again. They need new uh, cards. Really? Yeah, the banks like that. The banks like paperwork. Do they want our money or not? Uh, they probably do. 
well then, <laughs> maybe they should just take the old card. They're obviously not very cognizant of our time. So, okay. Let's, let's just do that next week then. We, yeah, we can wait. Yeah, we'll wait a week. Okay. So, maybe just a motion to table this item till... Is that the organizational meeting, November 2nd? I'll make that motion that we table this item until after the organizational meeting on the November 2nd. Okay. All in favor? Pass unanimously. <clears throat> that takes us to uh, <coughs> councillor reports, and uh, I can say that I don't have a report. So, uh, uh, who would like to start? Mr. Ford. Yes, Your Worship, I attended the uh, community. It's Community Advisory Committee uh, for the gravel pits um, on behalf of Councillor Sawchuck as he was out of town. Um, there is quite a bit of discussion in regards to uh, setbacks of the gravel pits from the roads um, as well as setbacks to the residents. Um, the pits are actually going to be going out and doing some measure measurements and uh, coming back to the uh, to the group with those. Uh, setbacks that they're operating from robes currently. Um, the other discussion they had was on berms and uh, beautification as you're driving down the road past the pits of how they can get rid of the unsightliness. Um, fences were were part of the discussion were not ideal but they're looking at putting up berms and trees. Um, the, the group also reviewed the proposed bylaw set by the MD of Peace um, as well as residences have quite a few concerns. Uh, the main concerns are over dust, a uh, lot of concerns over noise, uh, specifically crushing gravel after normal work hours, and a few concerns about traffic on the road. Um, that kind of concluded the, the most of the discussion on that meeting, and then on Wednesday, October 21st, I attended the RCMP Community Advisory Committee meeting. Um, one of the topics of discussion there was the purchase of speed reader boards for the area so that they could uh, put those speed reader boards up and and uh, the ones that show you what you're what you're traveling in a designated area similar to the ones that the RCMP have but they'd move them from community to community one of the big issues that came up came from the senior center um, in regards to the speeding issue on 101st um, especially during their their, uh, they have their supper every Wednesday um, between the hours of 4.30 and 7.30. Uh, there, were, there was a senior that was in the crosswalk that apparently just about got hit by, by a speeder. Um, I took this information and had a, uh, a meeting with our new CAO, Mr. Parker, and we're addressing those concerns as we speak. Um, there's also some discussion in regards to the DARE program as well as uh, the CAC was quite interested in the new taxi bylaw, which we forwarded that them to them via email. And that's all I have. Mr. Burr? Well, the only thing I had, I attended the uh, photo, photo shoot and the official dig at the uh, daycare, although the building is way up. <laughs> Kelser Ford was there. I think that was it. The building is what? Way it's... They've got the walls up mostly, like the oh. the, the 
the framing's up, I guess, is a proper way of saying it. But oh, okay, so the framing was up, and but you guys laid the co cornerstone we, after the fire. Well, we they dug in the ground a little bit with the golden shovel, so. Okay. Needham. Just uh, very quickly, uh, on the 19th, uh, I attended the uh, uh, staff administration welcome lunch for CAO Chris Parker, and I, I think I passed along my... Uh, tip of my hat to those that organized the events, uh, <laughs> Sandy Administration, Fire Hall, uh, uh, and Tanya Bell. So uh, I thought it was pretty good and uh, um, I was there for an hour and a half and uh, I think Chris made his rounds and uh, I wasn't keeping score but I, I think he shook everybody's hand in the room. So that was, uh, with my political hat on, that was good to see. Uh, moving down the, the calendar here to the 21st, uh, we did, uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer and I did the small business chamber luncheon, uh, supper rather, and the Deputy Mayor provided some comments and there was a guest speaker, uh, an enjoyable night. I sat with a couple of TELUS uh, representatives and the guest speaker was from the Fraser Institute in Vancouver and lots of speculation about what the new governments in Ottawa and Edmonton are going to do for Peace River and the oil patch, and I guess it was clearly said nobody knows. So we all left wondering. And then the, the final item this week, and maybe I'll bounce it over to the Deputy Mayor, I did attend the MMSA Practical Implications of Municipal Wetland Management and Landscape Architectural Workshop. And Terry Sochek, don't ask me to repeat that name because I won't. And that was my week, and I'll leave that report to uh, the Deputy Mayor. Thank you, Mr. Needham. I learned that slew was the swear word. So uh, don't use that. You're supposed to use wetland no matter what. It's wetland. And I was uh, quite interested in the presentation, uh, different kinds of wetlands and whether or not these slough slash wetlands on fields that you see in the country having their trees removed and whatnot, if that was good or bad or should they be doing it and there was something about whether or not people own the land understanding water and they have to realize they don't then there's a big definition around standing water so it was quite technical but I thought quite um, good the second half of the presentation was on landscape architecture and one of the examples that they used um, there was in high level where they made a um, um, skating path that um, seemed to go th through a park and they made it kind of the width of a Zamboni with a few issues on the side and people skate around this thing apparently. So anyways it's gone over well there and it was uh, in conjunction partly with a skating park I believe. So the other thing I went to was the Northern Alberta uh, Mayors and Reeves caucus in the city of Leduc and there once again we had various uh, government people come and chat about what they were going to uh, do going forward. The regionalization um, partnership ideas came out again and again. They um, had a couple of uh, districts uh, presented some 
some good things about their towns or their areas. And the city of Watasco, and one thing that caught my um, ear was that they have 42 kilometers of paved walking trails. So that seemed kind of large. Um, one of the municipalities was wanting the government to put together um, three or four different plans for fire halls and then if you need a new fire hall you just pick from one of those plans and go forward. They were concerned about reducing engineering costs that um, seem to accumulate for each individual um, project. Uh, other than that we got a rather nice tour of the airport including the um, uh, section where STARS Air Ambulance and the other um, ambulances work out of. Um, we also got to go into um, the new Renaissance Hotel that's uh, connected to the airport. The airport committee um, there was all talking about regionalization and their region includes Northern Alberta uh, and Northwest Territories as well. They talked about how uh, they are expanding their um, infrastructure so countries like China can uh, somehow ease their import business into Alberta, Northern Alberta, the diamond mines, whatever. They also talked about an area where they could have live animals, I think, so that would then um, diversify the economy because people who are into the live animal business uh, can raise more of them closer to the market and get them sent overseas from there. So diversification was another thing that the government um, ministers were talking a lot about. Also, uh, last Tuesday I attended the Aboriginal Interagency Meeting and uh, they are coming forth uh, with a strategic plan, I believe, and so there's another meeting about that tomorrow. And other than that, um, I went to a Peace Library Executive meeting in Grand Prairie and uh, things seem to be going along okay there. They are concerned um, about maintaining their um, infrastructure in terms of technology. So they had a big kerfuffle in August, which apparently is cleared up because they've hired somebody who can take care of that aspect of technology. And I think that's all I'll say. Is that all? <laughs> I should not follow you. <laughs> Especially because I had nothing on the docket the last two weeks, so my report's nice and short. Oh, there's one other very important one. The um, Community Education Committee of Northern Lakes College informs me that in um, the spring they're going to be offering some sort of uh, wastewater treatment technician courses. So that seemed good. I had a couple uh, things I attended. Uh, last, uh, the 19th, I attended Lac Cardinal uh, Regional Economic Development Committee meeting. Well, obviously. that's over and done with. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I guess we saw the results of that this evening. So. I won't update that too much more. Uh, the other thing I did attend was I went to the uh, Heritage Energize uh, National Trust Conference in Calgary. 
which is a partnership between the uh, Canadian Association of Heritage Professionals and the Alberta Historical Resources Foundation. It was their national conference, and Laura and uh, Carson, I'm going to say, from yeah. the museum also attended. Um, it was very good. There was a lot of different things they looked at, and they had it broken down into different kind of categories. And the stuff that I looked at was uh, focusing more on the economic development and uh, using uh, historic resources to help uh, impact your your economic development. A number of excellent speakers and a number of um, um, good good breakout sessions, I guess. Um, a lot of it dealt with. Uh, larger centers and uh, what they could do, but a lot of it was also could be applied. And I did come up with a few ideas. I'd probably mention it at uh, one of our uh, priorities and governance meetings uh, regarding some possibilities for um, incentives and encouragements and what some different towns and, and uh, municipalities have done across the province and the country to stimulate uh, development in their downtown course. So, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay, and when is the next Governance and Priorities Committee meeting? This Wednesday? Yeah. And what's on the agenda for that? Transportation. Transportation. Okay, and uh, one item that I skipped over that we added to the agenda at the beginning, but uh, because it wasn't on the actual agenda item, was uh, I sent an email around from Mary, uh, Mayor, Mayor of White Court, Marianne Chichak, and she, she's looking for a rep from the town of Peace River because we are a forestry, forest, uh, forestry is part of our uh, economic uh, basket, and uh, this is forestry day at the legislature from on Monday, November the 2nd, and it will run from 1.30 to 8 o'clock in the evening. And um, so is I, I don't believe I'm going to be able to attend. So is there somebody that can go on November the 2nd? Maybe I'll have to go. <laughs> oh, is that our organizational meeting that night? The deputy mayor can run the uh, run that meeting, and I can just phone in or something. Okay, um, but nobody uh, nobody's going to be around in that meeting. Okay, um, she's been bugging me about this for a while, actually. So uh, she seems kind of keen to get us and every other community in northwestern or northern Alberta Is this to attend Forestry <clears throat> Day. Is this something that um, we could have our EDO attend if he was available? Does it have to be a member of council? Well, I think she was kind of keen on getting a political rep. Okay. Uh, I think there was some discussion about the uh, the woodland. There was going to be some uh, discussion around the woodland caribou and how the policy that's being implemented will affect uh, forestry here in Alberta. So. So, Mr. Mayor, are you indicating that you could perhaps go? I might make an effort to go, and then if I do, uh, we'll get you to uh, to take the meeting. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I will uh, move that the mayor be enabled to attend the 
How about uh, the mayor or uh, de delegate? De or designate? Or designate. Uh, being able to attend the forestry day at the legislature November 2nd. All in favor? So if you can put that under new business, Ms. Fallon. Oh, okay. Oh, you had it under information? Okay. Okay. Yeah, if you could just move it. Yeah, we because at the at the beginning of the meeting we put we amended the agenda to put it under new business. Well, it's uh, six thirty. All we've got left is information, notice of motion, and in camera. So, should we uh, take a break now, or should we uh, drive the bot and? Do you want to do the um, operational errors report? That's under information, right? Yeah. yeah so, do. Do people want to drive the bot and go through these items or or take a recess now? Okay. So uh, under information, there's a letter from Enbridge uh, regarding clearing of the white-tailed uh, white peaking station uh, area. Uh, so it does look like they're intent on proceeding with that 180 megawatt uh, generator and, and natural gas plant. Uh, North Peace Housing Foundation board meeting uh, me meeting synopsis was forwarded to us by Richard Williser. Is there anything you want to add to that, Mr. Needham, seeing that you're the rep on that board? I I I, I won't. Uh, I, I I will just emphasize. I, I think I covered some of this off in addition to this with an email to my council colleagues and to administration. Um, we did, and, and it's not quite reflected in this briefing note, but we did have a motion here to uh, uh, waive the security deposit and allow this uh, uh, the the Peace River component of this uh, of these briefing notes. There's several in here, but to to advance. So, if uh, council or administration is up in the area of Garden Court, you'll see there's been significant movement of uh, some landscaping and. Hopefully some infrastructure is going to go on the ground, the weather forecast. And uh, so I think on behalf of North Peace Housing, I would say that uh, the board member is, the board is quite energized and enthusiastic about this. This is great to see this project go ahead. And again, uh, coming up on the agenda is Rotary House, uh, which will, a number of us will be attending, I'm sure. And so it's all part and parcel. So um, if there's some specific questions, I would take them. But again, uh, Manning is is going to see a large capital project. Uh, hopefully, we can move ahead with uh, the small components that, that we're working on as well, i.e., the the combined Rotary House administration building. And again, the land will be ready for other developments, uh, be it a medical clinic or whichever. Uh, so that land will be uh, be ready for the next developer. So um, lots of uh, lots of momentum at North Peace Housing, and uh, I think the board is uh, pretty solidly uh, behind this. So good 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 news for the town. Okay, great. Uh, next item was letter and tickets received from Rotary Club of Peace River. So this is for the Rotary Gala. Uh, perhaps uh, uh, members of council, if you can. Indicate after this me uh, well at the recess um, to Ms. Fallon whether you'll be attending and we'll be attending with your spouse so that uh, Ms. Fallon can uh, make arrangements to give the other tickets to uh, the MD of Peace, right? the MD of Peace 135. Uh, there's a letter received from the Mighty Peace 
Mighty Peace Country, respecting picture, picturesque tour and uh, showcase. So this is the, the Mighty Peace Tourist Association, or is it another group? Didn't quite understand that. It's the tourism yeah. group. Yeah, it's it's the the event has come and gone, so oh, okay. I think we're good. Okay. And that, this Saturday. It was last yeah last Saturday. Last Saturday. Okay. Did anybody go? I was supposed to go for work, but I didn't. Oh, okay. I know we gave up tickets everywhere. This is something I guess the town is is one of the partners in the in the thing. They've got a bunch of photos, so if we ever need stock photos per per their website kind of stuff, that stuff would be available. We should be able to access it and they're they're phenomenal pictures. When I attended their meeting they went through some of the stuff. There's some really impressive photography there, so Okay. Hey, it's good to know. Uh, Mackenzie Municipal Services Agency sent a note saying that they'll have their organizational meeting on December 4th. Um, and this takes us to uh, Mr. Parker's favorite item, uh, the operation and capital budget variance report. Uh, are there any questions people have of Mr. Parker's report or Mr. Schramm will deal with it. I have a question. Um, in the notes it indicates that uh, general administration tax certificate revenues are lower than expected and also MSI operating grant not yet received. So does that mean when I go to municipal taxes that those are lower than expected? Is that what that statement means? No. Okay. No. What does it mean? The um, uh, the operating grant from the government for uh, MSI, which is about sixty, I think I have it listed here, sixty-two thousand dollars roughly, has not been received yet. I've got to call in to find out where it is and when we're going to get it. And as far as the uh, development. Um, that was under general ta with the tax certificates. That's tax certificate revenues lower than expected. Right, it, that's based on the sale of properties in town. So when people want to buy a property, they get a tax tax certificate, and that wasn't as busy as we had thought it would be. So the one question I have, and I don't know whether it's fair to ask Alan, because you're just passing the numbers along like we're three quarters through the year it sounds like no one really knows exactly where. like at what point do would the director start saying this project is done these funds are are not going to be spent what they're doing that now um, I'm so asked, you're just not including that in this or they haven't started quite doing that yet well they've, they've started but there's nothing they haven't identified anything uh, specifically where they're going to be over or under budget they're getting their final numbers in, invoices. Uh, the next uh, variance report, I will ask for more detail of where they stand department by department, and it'll be a more comprehensive report at that time. Also, what we'll be doing is uh, during our director's meetings, we'll be being a little more active in that. Uh, we already started that uh, process uh, uh, this last little meeting. Uh, 
and uh, I've been going through quite a bit of the budget, and um, and you'll get a deeper um, issue where I've, I've started looking at uh, where we can stop uh, and make a decision. Okay, this isn't going to be spent, and we're not. Um, what 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 I don't like to see is. Uh, what's called a use it or lose the budget. So then what happens at the end of a year, people just start spending whether they need to or not. So we're, we're making sure that doesn't happen. That sounds very good. That's having worked for the provincial government for a number of years that I've seen that happen. And I'd like to see that money go to something like the arena fund. I think the deputy mayor would like that to go to the trees fund. <laughs> trees and more trees fund. Um, so there, there were some odd lines like uh, road streets walks. Annual membership are yet is yet to be expended. I didn't know there were memberships to uh, <laughs> that go along with streets and walks. Okay, this is the. <laughs> okay, as long as it isn't to the to the walking program at the Y Y W C A. Okay. Uh, okay. Any other questions? Uh, hearing none, we'll we'll go to the. Uh, to the other uh, item, and uh, this segues nicely from Mr. Burr's uh, question. Briefing note on the expenses of the roof and cafe at the airport. Yes, we're under budget. And what you have in front of you is just an overview of the expenditures for the roof replacement, the expenditures for the emergency um, cafe emergency repairs that council approved up to 29000 and the remaining f slightly shy of $50,000 of the project funds. Didn't we redirect that to uh, electrical something out there? I thought it was the portable power supply, the field electrical. The field electrical service. I, I thought that's where some of this was going. Matter of fact, I pretty sure, quite pretty sure. Yeah, that's. you know, yeah, I. But the money was, has been redirected, I believe already. I have a question, though. If if this had forty nine thousand some odd remaining, and we had an emergency expenditure of twenty nine thousand, was the twenty nine thousand in the forty nine thousand? No. Or twenty nine thousand was not spent. So what we have left over is fifty thousand dollars. So did that include the twenty nine thousand? That it we would all? have been closer to eighty thousand if we wouldn't have spent it on the emergency kitchen. So it repairs. includes it somehow. The um, it says. Down below for total expenditures to date, the emergency expenditures that was we we didn't expend the twenty nine thousand. It was only twenty three six for a total of three seventy five. 
So somehow I'm thinking that then we didn't need to spend the 29000 <coughs> if we... No, uh, it, it was, was up to 29000 And we only spent 26 of that 29 we approved 29. But if we got 49 left, and why did we need to spend 29? Wouldn't we just have 20 left then? No. The, the airport roof, like if you read it, the airport roof cost us 350, and it was originally budgeted at 425, so we would have had 75,000 left. But we took 23 of that and used it to fix the kitchen, so it only leaves us 50 left. So we've already spent some of the leftover money reallocated. So the airport reserve, and I mean the airport reserve, that was uh, originally in there. Maybe Alan should have stuck around for this one, but he left the building. Um, is that empty, or is there money still in there? I'm sorry. I'm not the one to ask that question. The last sheet I looked at, I thought it had 18000 in the reserve. So uh, so coming back to this $50,000, where is that going to go? Well, I'm going to go look to see what the motion was on the FEC. Right. And if it was allocated to that, I, w I was just focusing on the um, expenditures for the homegrown cafe versus the roof. Okay, so what, okay, despite what the motion says, if you can get back to us yes. and tell us what it is, because I think this money you could put back into MSI, right? Into the MSI funds? No, the MSI portion, the 105 that was MSI, yeah. was already expended. My understanding is when I went to Alan, he said the 105 of MSI funds were already expended from there. Can't we just take this 50,000, put in the MSI, and do you know where I'm going here? Is I'm saying, okay, let's take the 50,000, let's try and put it into our coffers, mm -hmm. and um, and in fact, try to minimize what's in the airport reserve budget so that, A, the town actually recovers some of the cost for this home, this this uh, airport cafe, which really should have come out of airport funds in general. I understand what you're saying, but I'm I'm not the finance person. Right, and we'll, we'll let you guys come back to us. I have a side question on the airport cafe. Now that three or six months or something has gone by, are we looking at the um, uh, contract we had with them to see if revenue versus expenses was going to affect us? We did have, I've had a discussion with the airport personnel and I think it was after six months that they were going to review, revisit the contract to see if it was working or not and maybe modifying it. That hasn't happened yet. But it is in the radar. When did she start again? 
Do you remember? No, it's it not. Was, it's not important it if you can't. It was spring, so I, I remember. I think April or May. June. 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 July, okay. October. And I thought November was when the six months was up. Okay, Kate, thanks. So. so if we don't renew it, it'll just be in a holdover position. And that person will, that company will continue to operate the homegrown cafe. My understanding is how that's how the contract is worded. Okay. Any other questions of Ms. Adams? Thank you. So uh, we have a notice of motion, uh, I believe, Mr. Uh, Parker. Uh, would you read read that out to us and just tell us about some of the rules around notice of motion? Certainly. Do we? Sorry, do we need to accept those for information? Uh, yeah, please. If you can make a motion on items 11.1 through 11. .1. It was actually Deputy Mayor Manzo that caught it, but um, I would put a motion on the table to accept uh, for information items 11.1 through 11.7. For information? Start. Yes, for information. All in favor? Okay. Thank you very much, Your Worship. Uh, a notice motion has been received um, according to the rules of our procedures. Is uh, We put it onto this agenda. It is not debated or discussed. It's just to give notice to council. And then at the next council meeting, uh, this issue becomes part of the uh, agenda and we uh, gen debate uh, uh, the concept. Okay. And no, no, it's just... It's, it's Maybe you can read it out just for the record. Certainly. Uh, I move to direct administration to look at a policy, procedure, or bylaw to deal with capital infrastructure donations in the order to avoid, mitigate the burden on taxpayers to maintain the asset, increase the operating costs, insurance costs, training costs, etc., and to clarify ownership of the capital asset. And this re was received by uh, Councillor um, Fort. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you. And uh, what we'll do is, before we go on camera, we'll uh, just deal with key communication items, and we'll take a break and go on camera. So uh, we'll open it up to the press for questions or uh, what they feel were the highlights of the meeting. And why, why do you think it's an important item? Do I need to go yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're the public. You represent the public. Um, do you want to talk late, like tomorrow, officially comment? Or? Oh, I could, no, or we can, you can get a comment from me now if you want. Or I, why don't you get a comment from Mr. Sachek? Actually not. Oh, I better well, have yeah. to carry that for me tonight. Okay. All right. 
And that was it for the meeting? That's the highlight? Yeah. I think we put a letter of support into the committee to see they got to get together again and see if they can craft something and it'll be a regional bid. I think if yeah, if you do want to comment on that, probably Tanya. That's where we we've uh, we make the riverfront park look quite festive, and uh, there's lights on the trees, and uh, I think the mayor gets to. Oh, when? I heard the same thing. Yeah, it sounded like what? The rest of us heard what? So that what was the date on that? November the thirteenth. November thirteenth. It wasn't cold last year. No. I think so. You guys are thinking of the Santa Claus parade. This is not the Santa Claus parade. This this was light up the park. You know, you don't have to show up at that event if you think it's going to be, if you're superstitious. I think, you know, that, that is a synopsis of excitement for tonight. Okay. Yeah, actually, Laura Stavney. I'm not sure because it says Friday, November 14th, but November 14th, I think, is a Saturday. Yeah. Yes, it is. No, it's on the Friday. Uh, so it's November 13th. Yeah, it's Friday, that's right. It's definitely Thursday. Uh, Mr. Dietrich, are there any other items that uh, you thought were... Uh, Worthy of the press, but the press didn't uh, uh, ne neglected to mention it. What's that, sir? I would draw attention to our offsite policy Okay, um, well, and uh, perhaps you and Mr. Sacha can put together a press release tomorrow morning. And then, uh, then Mr. Sacha can speak to, uh, to the press. Another item, we're getting ready for our neighborhood renewal project next year. 2016.
Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. And they the patched it road by the bridge, like on River Road. Right? They finished today? They were working on it on today when I went by. I'm hoping that they hadn't paved it yet. Well, no, they finished. I think they're finished. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're uh, ready to take a break. So uh, if uh, Brian wants to get some sound bites, uh, this is his opportunity. And we'll have a recess for five, ten minutes, and then we'll come back and deal with the in camera items.